week. This is Good Hope FM News. Good evening. DA leader Musi Maimani says the party has uncovered a trial of rot, corruption and plunder in the metros it won from the ANC in the August 3rd municipal elections. He has told a media conference in Johannesburg that the Tswani metro was technically bankrupt when the DA took over and former ANC mayor Kotsenso Ramakhopa enjoyed a 30 million rand per year slush fund to spend as he pleased. He says mayor's office employed over 900 people, costing almost 250 million rand a year in salaries. Mayamani says the city of Johannesburg was characterized by neglect of the basics of local government, and this resulted in serious backlogs in critical areas. Mayamani says in the Nelson Mandela Bay metro, the ANC falsely presented a large cash bank balance when in fact it had cut all maintenance to put money in the bank. At the same time, Cape Town Mayor Patricia DeLille, along with 24 other mayors across the world, have released a statement calling for a greater collective action in implementing the Paris Agreement, which was signed at the COP21. The agreement, which came into effect on the 4th of November, binds 190 nations to work towards a sustainable future. In the statement, the mayors state that the cities are at the front line of the climate change crisis, with cities contributing more than 70% of the global greenhouse gas emissions. They say the next few years are crucial as greenhouse gas emissions must peak by 2020 and then decrease rapidly thereafter. The mayors say they are ready for the challenges that climate change will bring and urge residents to support them in releasing their ambition for sustainable futures. The world's most influential mayors will gather in Mexico City for the C4 Mayors Summit at the end of this month to discuss new ways to tackle climate change. Upcoming farmers at Dusseldorp in the Little Karoo say a lack of follow-through from the government has led their farm to becoming dysfunctional. The nine beneficiaries, most who are farm labourers who worked on the property previously, were provided with the farm in 2008 through a lease contract with the Department of Rural Development and Land Reform. It's mainly for lucerine production. One of the beneficiaries, Christina Avanture, says they do not have the skills to properly manage the farm on their own. We are so grateful for what government has done for us, putting bread on our tables. But from the start, the bread has been cut skew. Our leaders do not have training and don't really know how to manage the farm. I understand that government is busy with all its programs, but if they were involved and kept an eye on things, our situation would have been better. Department of Rural Development and Land Reform spokesperson Voyani Ksani says that he has responded via email, saying they will step in once the farm's business plans have been approved. He says they will be dedicated advisors who will support in mentoring with technical and administration skills until the beneficiaries are independent. Ksani has added that the onus rests on the beneficiaries to safeguard the property from theft and vandalism. Moving to the U.S., in less than 48 hours, Americans will take to the polls to elect a new president. Thousands of runners from around the world, meanwhile, participated in the New York Marathon today. Sophie Mokoena filed this report from New York. New York, a hive of activity, roads closed as thousands took to the normally chaotic streets. The pace not unlike the U.S. presidential election campaign, which with two days to go, has now reached a fever pitch. Republican candidate Donald Trump and Democratic candidate Hillary Clinton are both on a final push for votes. Clinton is currently leading by a small margin, but Trump is hopeful that he will take the lead when America votes next Tuesday. Sophie Mkwain, SABC News, New York. For Good Hope FM News, I'm Vicky McCullough.